Hey guys, how's everyone doing? It's Darren and Cade again from DBPT. What's up, what's up? How we doing guys and girls? We're uh, recording our podcast, which seems like the first one in a long time. So, uh, how are you dad? What's been going on recently with you? Just busy. I mean, we're a bit slow with the podcast, but we're just busy with clients and life really, isn't it? So yeah, yeah between running our business and general life, we've been really busy, but we thought we'd uh, make an effort today to do another podcast for you. And uh, you've been, been boxing today, haven't you? Been doing a bit of boxing. On the pad. <laughs> on the pad. Yeah. Been training, been on my diet. We've um, uh, My uh, birthday's coming up in July, so I cut once a year for my birthday. And we've got a holiday in about three weeks' time. Yeah, we go to a, Egypt. Holiday so, coming uh, up as well. So Really exciting. Yeah, on a diet. Doing a bit more cardio, but it's all good. So we've just um, thought we'd do a quick podcast. So I've made notes on things that are interesting us at the moment, and we're just going to cover some of them. So hopefully some of this will be helpful for you. Um, Shall we get going? Awesome. That, nothing much to talk about, really. So just busy. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing. Just work, just working and life, like I say, really. But it's been good. Right, so let's kick off then. So... The first thing I want to talk about is uh, the effects of positivity. Um, I picked up the other day that out of every 2.4 positive thoughts, you get one negative, and that's the average person. And we find that people that do well in life have more positive thoughts than negative thoughts. So they might have five positive thoughts to one negative thought, or even up to 10 positive thoughts to one negative thought. So if you look at that, if we try to have more positive thoughts in the day, it can have a great effect on our life. So you can consciously try and have a, a positive thought. So let's have a positive thought, Kay. What can we think about what's making us feel good at the moment? Uh, building up to going on holiday, spending a week away, but also worrying about uh, the, our clients, being able to train, uh, worrying about their progress, uh, leaving our dog at the kennels, uh, there's, you can think of so many negative thoughts to a positive thought. So we need to increase the positive thoughts in the day. And again, we can consciously do that. So in the day, just take time to think of something positive in your life. Could be your relationship, could be that the family is doing great, the job could be going well, something you're looking forward to. So by creating that positive thought, it makes you happy in that moment. Also, it makes the, the day better overall. Because what we're finding, and uh, you can see it generally in life now, is people thrive on negativity. And they, they seem to want to have a lot of negativity in their, in their lives. Um, it's on the news all the time. Why do you think that is? I don't know. It's horrible. Because we're such a positive family, it's hard for us to see. But we, you, know, you do deal with a lot of negativity. You see it all the time. And You're right. People do thrive on it. They, it's like, almost like they enjoy being negative. Yeah, and it's a horrible thing. The, the thing with negativity is it it, it takes so much energy to Does, be negative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It takes so much energy. When we're positive, Cade and I, we're positive pretty much all the time, aren't we? Um, we're jumping and dancing and having fun. And, and our life's great. We're full of energy. But as soon as you get that negative vibe or that negative thought in your mind, it just drags you down and everything feels horrible, doesn't it? It does, yeah. It really just brings you down. So... Yeah, negative energy really does burn the body up. And um, so, you know, a little tip for you is just in the day, just stop 
and try and think of something positive that you really like at that moment. Something you're really enjoying. I say it could be holidays coming up. So, oh, great, I've got a holiday coming. Can't wait. I'm so lucky to be able to go on holiday. I'm so lucky to be able to afford to have a holiday. Um, or it could be, say, business is going well. You have your own business and you, you can think, oh, business is going great. I've put a lot of work and effort into it. But I still feel very fortunate, very lucky that it's going well. You know, I should be really positive about that and see what effect it has on you in the day. So basically, you know, negativity, it just burns, burns up. The, the way I explain this and teach this to my clients is when you have lots of negative energy, it's like a fire in the belly. Deep in the belly, it's burning away. And what we try to do personally as a family and what we try to do, get our clients to do is when that negative energy is burning the gut, take that negative energy and turn into positive energy. Take that burning feeling. Say, okay, all right, this is really getting me down. This problem is getting me down, but that's fine. I'm gonna make this problem better. I'm, I'm gonna find a way to become positive and fight back against this problem. And use that energy. Take it, turn it into positivity and fire back. Don't let it burn you up. Don't let it consume you. Take the energy and use it to your advantage. Reverse that negative energy into positive energy. And you just watch how it works. Um, you know, I do it all the time. It certainly works. It's fantastic. So, every day, try and have, uh, try and find a positive thought. Try and create more positive thoughts in the day. Even if you stop, you know, a dozen times in the day and think, right, okay, what, what is positive in my life? Hopefully, if you can take those 2.4 positive thoughts to one negative and create five positive thoughts to one negative, your life will just become more awesome. And spread it around as well. Bring, bring your positive energy into, into the public. Because just, just going up to someone, you know, people, people ask you, oh, how was your day going? They don't really care. They're doing it to be polite. It's true. But, but it's, instead of going, oh, well, this could be better, that could be better, just go, you know what? I'm having, I'm having a really good day. My life's really good. And it spreads. That person will then have a good day. And it's, it's, it's infectious being positive because people like positivity. They, love, they like being happy. Everyone, everyone wants to be happy. So try and spread it. You know, bring it into the world with you. And it'll make, the, make everything so much better for everyone. I love that, Kay. That's, that's awesome. And the saying is, you know, if you want to be positive, place yourself around positive people. Exactly. And it's very true. If you put yourself around a lot of negativity, it just sucks you dry. It drains you. Um, and there's too much of it now. People are thriving on negativity. Um, you know, you see it on Facebook, having a bad day, doing this, doing that. Uh, people don't really care. Not being rude, they don't really care. Uh, not very, you know, few people actually care. But positivity, people want to feed on that. Um, so just put some positive energy out there and see what happens. It will have a great effect on your life. You know, we try to do that as a family all the time. It could be even, we laugh, because when we go shopping, we'll even go up to the person on the on the desk, the cashier, and we'll, we'll walk in and we'll say, morning, how are you today? How are you going? And they look at us, they're shocked that we come in with so much positivity. <laughs> and they're, oh, fine, thank you. Yeah, thank you for asking. I'm having a really good day today. Just that small thing changes that person's day. They'll remember that. Yeah. They'll, they'll remember that you as a customer. They probably get so many customers in a day, but they'll just remember you for that one comment. Yeah. Out of every 
50 customers going, oh, you get one coming, morning, how are you? Are you having a good day? Hope your day goes well. And they're like, oh, yes, thank you. And you've just completely changed that person's day. Even if you're walking along the road, just, you know, saying, sort of looking down at the pavement, say, you know, someone walks past, good morning, how are you today? The shock value is amazing and that positivity spreads. If we all did that just a little bit more, how awesome would life be? It would be totally awesome. Good, so that's a little bit about positivity. The next thing we want to talk about is controlled and limiting. So we've spoken about positivity. Now we're about controlled and limiting things. Basically what I want to cover here is if we could all have slightly more control and limit things in our life, we could be so much more healthier. So, food. If we could control food and limit the amount we eat, how much better would the diet be? So what we're doing as a human race now, we're just over-consuming. We're over-consuming social media, we're over-consuming food, we're over-consuming so many things. We just want more, 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 more. So what about having a little bit less? So what about cutting back on the social media? We know the studies are not out there on social media yet, but it's so, so new Yeah, that there's no research behind it. In the past five or so, or longer than that, past 10 or so years, it's just boomed. And that's not enough time to to measure it or study it. And uh, I don't think it's very good for the human brain. It's definitely not. And being my age, obviously I'm 19, I was born right into the technology. And, you know, it, got, it gets to points after a while where I feel naked not having my phone in my pocket. And that shouldn't be the case. You should never feel like that. But you get, you get like it. It's the norm to go on Facebook every every uh, intervals in the day uh, go on all the social medias and, and it's not healthy and it's become such a trend so quickly that it's, it can't be good for the brain but as, as dad said uh, it's so good and refreshing to just limit things because you can just get carried away so much and bring this full circle the positive and negative energy uh, you, people bring their negativity on Facebook they, they, they spread it around for the world to see and that's why I don't like going on Facebook because as soon as you go on there, it's so and so is feeling sad, and you, you get twenty people come in. Oh, babe, I'm there for you, and it's just, it's just, it makes you feel bad. And all you did was go on your phone on Facebook, and it spreads. It's really horrible. Bring us full circle and uh, food as well. You can tie food to your emotions, and if you're feeling sad, you're probably gonna, oh, I'm gonna treat myself to this. But being in this completely negative world that we're in. There's a lot of that. People are over-consuming. People are using these social media platforms all the time. And control and limiting is everything. So with the initial studies coming out on social media, it's not looking good. And um, again, so we can use some control and limit limiting there. Um, adults, definitely. Adults or parents, should I say, for their children, 100%. What was that statistic about the cocaine thing for the kids? Well, it has an effect on their brain. Social media has an effect on the brain. I don't sure how good this study is, but there is a, it shows that when they're on social media, it stimulates a part of their brain the same as certain drugs would. Um, it's getting that high from going on social media. So parents definitely need to control that for the children because it is out of control. So limit and control of social media could be a good thing. Um, Limiting control of food, of course. So we've spoke before about diets and 
you know all these different diets out there's hundreds of different types of diet and they all none of them really mean anything other than a calorie deficit if you eat less you'll lose weight there are some outliers to that but generally and if you're interested more into diet and nutrition go check out our previous podcast because we go into it pretty deep so we'll try and stay away from uh, diet and nutrition stats today so control and limiting food well we made a little statement just control and limit the food over the weekend what a great start most people will will tell everybody how good they do in the week oh i eat really healthy in a week okay what's your weekend like mm, not so good <laughs> So, control and limit the food over the weekend. Control and limit alcohol over the weekend. So, just a bit of control and limiting there can have a great effect on the body. Alcohol, let's go to that. Control and limit the amount of alcohol you drink. If you have to have alcohol every night, you're pretty much an alcoholic. If well, you, you are an alcoholic. Well, if you can't, if you have to have it every night, then you're addicted. If you're addicted, I suppose that is an alcoholic. So control and limit alcohol will be good for your health. So cut back. If you find you're doing it every night, just say, do you know what? I'll cut back. I won't do it. I'll have a drink on a Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and I won't do it the other nights of the week. Control and limit will have a great effect on the body. And where people go wrong is instead of control and limit, they just cut it out completely for a week and then they realize that they get withdrawable from it. And it's not the case. Going cold turkey is just doesn't work you know you've got to ease yourself into it and as dad said uh, either putting it on set days or only drinking when you're at certain events like i don't know if you have got you've got a family event on a friday or you're going to a wedding or something book your alcohol for them don't make it a trend every day or certain days in the week uh, limiting is very good you shouldn't be shouldn't have to cut everything out immediately because people just go right back to it again and we're not anti-alcohol by no oh, means. Absolutely. I mean, no. you know, I, I drink alcohol. Um, I do, but I do limit and control. Uh, I had a stage uh, through one of, through running businesses where I started to drink too much, and you know, I knew that, so I had to bring in control and limit what I was drinking. But you know, we're not anti-alcohol. It has a place, but for a lot of people, limit and control. We've helped clients reduce their alcohol intake. It's something we do. And again, limit control. So it doesn't matter what we look at, limiting and controlling things can have a great effect on your health. So have a little think about that. What can you limit and control? Is it food? Is it alcohol? Is it social media? Uh, Find something that you think you're over consuming and limit and control that thing you are over consuming. And it's not just for your health either. It's, It's mentally being able to control things in your life gives you more power over yourself. Uh, knowing that you can't go a day without smoking or a day without drinking, you really become a slave to yourself. If you have that control and you're able to limit things you do in the day, that gives you, that makes you powerful. It makes you, in your mind, you have control and everyone wants control. I love that, Kate. That's great. And that's where something like fasting can be good. You know, By doing a 24-hour fast, that gives you control over food. If you can go without food for 24 hours then you won't be so bothered about it in the future because mm-hmm. you've done it. You've gone without it for a period of time. If you go without alcohol, so you, you uh, have no alcohol for two weeks, that will give you back limit and control over the alcohol. It's like, yeah, I've been two weeks without it. I don't need it so much anymore. So, yeah, that's great. So limit and control. What can you limit? What can you control and limit in your life that will have a great effect on your health? So have a little think about that, guys and girls.
Right, next, I say we've got little notes here. We just quickly rushed out some notes before we'd done a podcast because we've, we've been a bit rubbish. Some interesting lately. topics that we'd like to cover. So, um, big box gyms. Oh, big topic change now. Big bo- Yeah, big box gyms. Let's talk about that. That was just the next note I, I wrote <laughs> about, really. Um, okay. The subject I wrote down here is people don't want lot, lots of equipment. They want change. So you go to these big box gyms and there's all these prettiest machines in there loads of equipment and the majority of people walk in they look at all this equipment they might get their first induction if they're lucky they go over the equipment and they learn nothing they learn nothing and then the following time they come in they walk into the gym and they look at all the equipment it's like "Ah, i don't know what to do the anxiety kicks in everyone's looking at me i don't know what i'm doing i may injure myself so these big box gyms are lovely but again when you look at it, don't look at the big shiny equipment. You're not going there for all the machines and all the equipment. You're going there for change. Why do you join a gym? You join for change. It's it's either to uh, lose weight, maybe. It might be to lower body fat. It might be to build muscle, tone the physique. Or it might be for your mental health, which is not talked about enough. Exercise has an amazing effect on mental health. Um, so you're going there for change. You're not going there for the equipment. And this is what the big box gyms don't give you. They don't give you. I think the, the last big box gym I worked out had 4,000 members and 26 parking places. So we're looking at 4,000 members and 26 parking places. What does that tell you? That people just don't go. They don't get the change they want. And that's how big box gyms work. They rely on that. So if you are looking for change, then think about how you go about it. Now, coming back to what we do here at uh, the Transformation Studio, it's called the Transformation Studio because we want to help people transform the way they look and feel. It's not just physically mentally we don't care how big our studio is we don't care if our machines aren't flashy we're there for change we're not there to impress exactly right and i like that because it's the same with personal trainers you find a lot of personal trainers are trying to make themselves look impressive and not you so they may get you doing these stupid exercises that just don't work they have a minimal effect on the body so they're trying to make themselves look good by giving you these crazy exercises uh, rather than doing the exercises that may not be as pretty, may not be as flash, but we know they work. The study's there. We know they work. So, yeah, have a little think about that. So when you join a gym, don't look for how much equipment it has or what's in there. Think about what change is it going to offer you. What are you going to get from that? So when you walk into our studio, if you commit, we will give you change. We will change the way you look. That's what we do because we're committed to do it. And what we do here at the Transformation Studio is niche. You know, everything we do here is very niche. We we are open gym hours. Every time you come in, you get a personal trainer. Um, we have our own training app that logs everything. Um, we have a boot camp for the cardiovascular side. So we try and we, we tick all the boxes for transformation, for change. So if you are looking to join a gym, um, don't look on how pretty the equipment is. 
Look at how it's going to physically change you and mentally change you. Look at what you're going to get from that. Um, anything else you want to add to that, Cade? Yeah, uh, well, it seems to be a trend with gyms locally in our area. It seems at the moment the bigger and more flashier equipment, the better the place is. And I say don't treat your gyms like cars. You, you'd rather get to, from point A to point B than get the flashiest thing on the market. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's it. The, again, the big box gyms look very flash, but they don't offer a lot when it comes to actually learning. Cool. Right, uh, this brings us on to our next topic, is lack of time. People moaning that they have no time to exercise, but still have time to eat and drink. Also, people being mentally busy and not physically busy. And by that, I mean... People, let's just say, work in an office or, or sitting in a car all day. You're sitting down all day. Yeah, you're mentally stressed. But as soon as you get back, that doesn't give you the right to just sit down on your sofa claiming you're tired and drink wine or whatever. You know, you you've mentally you're exhausted, but physically you've not stressed your body out at all. And you need to be more physical in the day. So let's break this down. We get a lot of people saying, you know, I've heard saying, oh, I'm too busy to go on a diet. Well, how can you be too busy to eat less? It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> how can you be too busy to eat less? So they're too busy to go on a diet, so they have to stop at McDonald's all the time and things like that. That's not being too busy. That's being lazy is what that's being. So lack of time or no time to exercise. Um, yeah, we hear this a lot. Oh, again, too busy to diet, got no time. And I have sat down with people in the past and they've said to me, um, I'll put it this way, I have never, ever ever sat down during a consultation and met someone that is not busy. Everyone I have met is busy. I have met you know, people that don't work, they don't have a job, and they're still too busy to, to do anything. So I've never met anyone that's not busy. So we're all busy. Let's just underline that. We're all busy. I don't you know can't what, use that as an excuse. No, we don't know what we're doing, but everyone is busy. Everyone I've met is busy. So um, I used to sit and say to people... Uh, you know, tell me how busy they were. I said, yeah, yeah, you're busy. And 10 minutes later on in the consultation, I'll turn around and say, oh, did you see so-and-so on Strictly Come Dancing last week? And they're like, oh, yeah, it was hilarious, weren't it? You're not busy. If you have time to watch Strictly Come Dancing, EastEnders and Game of Thrones, then you're not busy. We're talking about your health here. But people don't think of that. They think it's their chill time. So, uh, you know, four or five hours every night they've got to sit because it's their chill time. One, one hour can be put aside for exercise. And it's, it's getting your priority straight because for a lot of people, food isn't a priority. It's just something you do in the day. And it's like, for example, when you were working your old business, when you were running it, mm. was food your major priority or was it just something you had to, you had to just to survive? For me, it was just eat. Yeah, I was so busy exactly. all the time. Just had to, exactly. Had to... Uh, but it's, it's now taking food and having it as a priority in your life. Because it's such a minute thing in their day, it's like, oh, I'm too busy to worry about food. You know, I'll just eat whatever. You know, I'm just, just staying alive. Staying alive, staying alive. <laughs> and again, I, I get a lot about being busy on the road. I mean, I spent years on the road. And, and people say to me, oh, I'm too busy to sort my food out and... Uh, to pack my food up when you're on the road where there's a service station in the same distance there is a superstore how do i know because i did it for years on your sat nav 
just as you're on a motorway, plug in superstores. There may be a superstore, it will be just off the motorway in 5 miles, 10 miles, 15 miles. Book it in, pull into the superstore, buy yourself a salad, some chicken, uh, eat that. Uh, I mean, I used, used to have a knife and fork in my uh, vehicle. So I used to grab the stuff, go back to my vehicle, eat my food and carry on my journey again. So when people stop in services to eat a great big bacon sandwich or whatever, um, you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. It should just be lazy. You're just telling yourself you're busy. And blueberries so, as well. They do your gummies, That's my snack. They? Yeah, they were my yeah. gummies. I, I, I used to have a terrible habit of eating Haribos uh, because I used to do so many miles on the road. I, I used to get tired. So gummies used to keep me awake so I could keep driving while staying awake. I know that's not clever, but it worked. Uh, and I had to change that at some point. I was consuming so many bags of gummies. <laughs> so I turned the gummies to blueberries. I was having a punnet of blueberries next to me and nibbling on them to stay awake. And they're pretty tasty. They're nice and sweet. Well, they are. They're yeah, yeah, they're great. Superfood. It takes a little while to change. They're not giving that big sugary fix, but they're still very nice. So people, you know, lack of time, no time to exercise. And again, these people that don't have time to exercise, they still have time to go out and eat in restaurants during the week or weekends. They still have time to go out and get go down a pub and get pissed on a Saturday night, but they don't have time to exercise. And I see it. I see people saying, oh, I haven't got time to exercise. Yet I see their face all over Facebook and Instagram in restaurants. Exercising alcohol, yeah. exercising e- dinner. Yeah, <laughs> in, in, in restaurants eating food and you know outside McDonald's with a burger in their hand saying they haven't got time to exercise this is your health make time to exercise if it's just one hour a week it can have a great bearing on on your health so again I've never met anybody that is not busy everybody's busy but people's idea of busy does vary Uh, we're busy but you find time, just find one hour a week, and again, think about, analyse yourself. Just think, okay, have these guys got a point here? I, I say I'm too busy to exercise. Yeah, I go to the restaurant in a week. Yeah, I go, you know, I go out for having a drink with the boys. Whatever it is, be honest with yourself about it. Be honest and say, no, I can find a little bit of time to exercise. If you are honest with yourself and you get that extra time to exercise, then you are bettering your health. So do it, do it. You know, everyone's got a little bit of time. So, and too many people now are saying they don't have time to exercise. And as Cade said, which was awesome, people sit behind a computer all day long. They sit behind a computer all day long. They come home at night and they moan how tired they are and then sit all night long watching TV. As Cade said, you are mentally tired, not physically tired there's a difference so basically you you're not doing any physical activity in the day and the body is built to move you have to do some form of exercise so what we do with our clients every 30 minutes we get them to get out of their desk we get them to go for a walk drink more water which will encourage you to go to the toilet more which all creates movement in the day which has a great effect on the body over that period so yeah Lack of time to exercise, nah, make time, make time. There's always time somewhere. Find it, become more active. Well said, Dad. There you go. Right, um, 
Just talk about, um, we ought to talk a little bit about diet, because I made a note here about what you do after the diet, yeah, which I'm is important. I'm pretty sure we covered this, but we'll just go, we'll just brush over it again. Okay, so um, when you're on a diet, you need a get out plan. What a lot of the diets do, Weight Watchers, Slimming <coughs> World, yeah, whatever it is, Cambridge Diet, um, whatever it is, they don't have a get out plan. You need a get out plan. You need to know what you're going to do after the diet. So... The trouble with these, these diets, they don't teach you anything. We teach our clients and we get them to a healthy way of eating. When you're on a diet, that is not healthy eating. It cannot be called healthy eating. When you're on a fat loss diet, diet just means a way of eating. When you're on a fat loss diet to lose weight, that is not healthy because you're in, you, you are in a calorie deficit. You are not consuming the amount of food your body requires you have to do that to lose weight so when you lose the weight you've got to come out of that diet you cannot continue to remain on a diet because if you do that over a period of time your metabolism will slow metabolic adaption so your body will adapt and and survive on that lower amount of calories now we do get clients come to us that are overweight and they're telling us that they don't eat a lot of food can you be overweight and not eat a lot of food? The answer is yes, you can, because your body has adapted to that lesser amount of calories and metabolic adaption. So we won't go into it because I say we might have covered this, but at the end of the diet, you need to you need to come back out of the diet. You need to reverse diet out of the diet, and that will uh, that will speed up the metabolism and get your body in a good place. So then you can just enjoy life. Cool. So this brings us onto our next topic of heart disease. So a heart disease uh, currently is a leading cause of death in the UK. And recent figures show that deaths among people under 75 are on the rise for the first time in 50 years. It's going up. Yeah. Not good. Not good at all. So heart disease. So it's a general term for conditions affecting the heart. So it can be associated with a buildup of fatty deposits inside the arteries, and that can increase the risk of blood clot formation. So, uh, as I just said, coronary heart disease has been the single most common cause of death before 65 in the UK. Now, uh, heart disease, that risk factors of that are going to be... Uh, if you, so it's hereditary. So you, it can be in your family history. Uh, signs I think of it's very minimal, disease. though. Yeah, they it's not very now. common. No, it's not as, as, as genetic as they thought. But in our current trend of how obesity levels being higher, uh, having a high cholesterol, so being overweight or obese, having diabetes, smoking, eating an unhealthy diet, which is high in saturated fats, which you know the bad anyway, and being physically inactive. So there's quite a few factors, which is very high at the moment in us humans. People being un, like being unhealthy, overweight, not eating properly, uh, being inactive, and this this is why I believe the heart disease is on the rise because people just n- neglecting themselves. So Kay mentioned saturated fats, and that's a uh, that is quite trendy to eat saturated fats at the moment. Um, what do I think about saturated fats we've been told to stay away from them for so long and now we have this ketogenic diet that uh, is very popular Uh, I don't think it's for the normal person it's a very hard diet Uh, for medical reasons I think it can be a good diet but for the average person hard to achieve 
I've done the ketogenic diet. I didn't like it that much, I must admit. Um, so saturated fats, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I think you can eat, I don't think they're going to kill you. I don't think they're as bad as we've been told. But I think if you consume lots and lots and lots of saturated fat, then you're going to have a problem, of course. We're going back to controlled and limiting again. But, yeah. you know, we eat some saturated fats. Of course we do. Um, but, yeah, I think back to limiting control is all I'm going to say about that. But it's very interesting that heart disease is going up. What's causing it? Well, we just mentioned some of the topics there, but I think it's a little bit more simplistic than that. We've got to go back to you know the way we're eating, the, the, the types of food we're eating. Single ingredient foods. Yeah, we're eating too much processed foods. And you know, we're relying on processed foods. And if we just could cut those processed foods back and just cater, go to back to old school single ingredient foods, it can have a great effect on health. And it, it sounds too simple to say, you know, eat better and move more. It's very simple, but will it help? Of course it will help. How can it not help? It can't be bad for you. So again, a lot of people say well, it's too simple to say, eat less and move more. Why? It, it's it very sense. simple. It's very it's simple. Very but simple yeah. yeah, generally it's going to have a, a good effect on your health if you're if you're again, you're not controlled and limiting. So yeah, heart disease is going up. So maybe a little bit of control and limit again. Look at if you're smoking too much, if you're over consuming fatty foods, um, if you're drinking too much alcohol. Um, so yeah, a little bit of limit and control again. It's going back to that to finish, really, isn't it? <laughs> so oddly, all of our topics kind of linked together: positivity, yeah. control, and limiting, lack of time. Yeah. So I think, go. guys, if you you take if you took one thing from some of what we've been talking about today, it can really have a great benefit on your life and uh, others. And others. So yeah, spread a bit of positivity, um, show a bit of uh, control, start to limit some things if you think you're, uh, you know. It, it, taking that in excess so you don't have to look at your phone every five minutes you don't have to have that glass of wine every night you know it's being in control of yourself to improve your life so yeah hope you like the podcast today i say hope you take something from this please uh spread the word um we will be uh we're gonna go back and start some online training again soon i used to do it we cut it while we built the studio so if you're interested in online training uh, send us a message obviously if you're not local to where we are then it makes sense to do that because you won't be able to get in and see us that's what online training is awesome and effective so if you like what we're saying definitely send a message hopefully it's been helpful today we will try harder uh, we are just so we're very busy with our clients and busy with life but um, hopefully we've covered some bits that will help you today we've, we've blown your mind and we've, we've uh, come back with a great podcast to start with start back up again if you have any questions or you want us to cover anything in a podcast, please, again, message us and we shall cover that in a podcast for you. Don't be shy because we can talk for Britain. Give us okay. a topic and then off we go. Off we go. All right, guys, we'll catch up again soon. Have a great day and we will talk to you again soon. Be positive, guys. Be positive. Big smiles. Bye-bye, y'all. Yay.